0: It's not about being stuck in trying to get it perfect. It's about actually your agility to fix things or to move with things in the flow of what's happening. Welcome to today's episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your co-host for today, Samantha Riley, joined by my lovely co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim, today?
1: I am doing great, Sam. It's great to be back home after a week of apartment living and renovations.
0: Absolutely.
1: In my house and kind of got that lingering smell of fresh paint throughout the house, which is making me, I don't know, a little bit high. (laughs)
0: Well, hopefully this all goes really well today then (laughs) while you're enjoying yourself,
1: I'm super excited. We've got lots of stuff going on as we come into the end of 2021. It's been another tough year for everyone with COVID, but I think we're really starting to see light at the end of the tunnel and I'm very excited for what's going to happen in 2022. We've been talking offline a lot about what our plans are and what's going to materialize in the 2022. Lots of changes on the cards. I think for not just for us, but I think for all our listeners as well, we're going to see a lot of energy coming back into the market and excitement and opportunity.
0: We all thought that 2020 was sort of the going to be the worst year. And then 2021 has been harder than a lot of us expected. But what it has done is given us the space to really take stock where we're at. What are we doing? What do we want to be doing? Who do we want to be working with? And I'm seeing a lot of people in my world really making or realigning their business and their business models. So I think today's topic is perfect for that because today we're going to talk about the perfection trap. How would you describe the perfection trap, Tim?
1: I think the perfection trap, it's it's an interesting term in itself, but it says what it is on the box, right? That we often get paralyzed, I think, as entrepreneurs thinking that things need to be perfect to launch and to move into a new space. And we've got to get everything, all our ducks in a row, as the the saying goes, right? It's all got to be perfect before we actually do anything. And the perfection trap really speaks about if you wait for everything to be perfect, for all the stars to align, you often miss opportunity as a result.
0: I would use a word most of the time. You know, it was really interesting. I was chatting with someone today that did have all their ducks in a row. And the conversation was around the things that hadn't worked. By her waiting, those things that didn't work still wouldn't have worked anyway because it's just the way business goes. And it's not about being stuck in trying to get it perfect. It's about actually your agility to fix things or to move with things in the flow of what's happening. That was actually quite all over the shop. But what I'm trying to say is that your ducks aren't always going to be in a row and you need to be agile. There we go.
1: Look, I think agile is a really interesting phrase. You hear uh, agile thrown a lot, of the term agile thrown a lot around in the corporate space. And if you've ever come from the corporate space, you'll know what I'm talking about, right? This ability to be agile. And we all know that corporates are big, like big battleships, they take forever.
0: <laughs> I was going to say the opposite of agile is what I would describe a corporate.
1: <laughs> well, they are. Like, they like, you know, they, they do talk about agility in your business at the corporate level. As a term of something that, if we are agile, if we are kind of more mobile and quicker to change, that it offers a massive competitive advantage over you know the other battleships in other corporates. But it's not something we talk about very much in smaller, medium business. But as a term, I think that still really applies because our agility and our ability to quickly adapt to evolving circumstances in the market and in the world, obviously, is the difference between us surviving and thriving and struggling and, and sinking. And you know, the last two years, if the last two years have shown us anything, that stuff can come out of left field and it can really affect us on this global level. But agile businesses have really thrived as a result. And there are people that have, in fact, you know, over the last two years, we've seen lots of multi-multi-millionaires created because they've been able to adapt to changing market circumstances.
0: 100%. 100%. So I think that what we're talking about, oh, this perfection trap is a real fear around getting it wrong, a fear of maybe losing money, a fear of losing clients. It's the mindset that's holding us back. We're too afraid to step forward into something new. And it's interesting because I think most of us. Would be quite open in saying, you know, there's nothing worse than hearing say, oh, we're going to do it because that's the way we've always done it. Yet we can get caught in that without even realizing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that decision paralysis, right? Thinking if I get this right, it's, you know, I'll be safe and I'll make money and everything like that. So it is that decision paralysis. I remember one of my early mentors back when I was in project management used to say, There's no such thing as a bad decision, right? All decisions are proven bad in in the fullness of time. But the quicker we make decisions, the more time we have then to correct them.
0: I really like that. This episode is made possible by Your Podcast Concierge. Editing your podcast can be time-consuming. Your Podcast Concierge offers comprehensive and affordable podcast production and social media marketing services to help you grow your podcast and business faster. Go to your podcastconcierge.com and book a call via the Let's Talk button on the homepage and receive 50% off your first month when you mention Thought Leaders Business Lab. The other thing that I see is people implementing things. So not feeling that they're caught in the perfection trap or not feeling that they're caught not implementing. So they still are implementing, but not implementing the things that are going to move the needle because there's still that fear of not being perfect so it's almost a little bit covert in some of the things that they're doing and not really realizing that they may be self-sabotaging because they're afraid to actually do the thing that's really going to move the needle on their business and by thinking oh but i'm implementing over here that you know they might be making themselves feel good about it and i've been caught in this too this trap too as i'm sure you have tim because these are real fears that we come up against So why we're talking about this today is to really shine a light on it because when you shine a light on it and bring it to the front, you're more likely to notice and go, you know what, I'm not going to get caught by this.
1: Yeah, look, absolutely. I think there's probably, you know, if we look at some of the areas I think that people really get stuck in, you know, we've probably got, I guess, three key areas, right? The systems and procedures, marketing, and probably around the tech space. You know, if I think about my journey, look, let's consider my book, right? You know, I started writing my book a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now. And I haven't really done much for the last five months on it, A, because I've got lots of other stuff. But B, I'm kind of rethinking a lot of the concepts in it and going, oh, you know, is that right? Do I want to say that? Right? Okay. That's me falling into that perfection trap. I want to get this thing right because I don't have to go and do it again. But by the same token, because I haven't finished it and because I keep kind of going back and reworking and reworking and reworking, even unconsciously, I'm aware of the perfection trap. <laughs> I know it exists but I'm still in it. But if I had published my book five months ago, I probably would have generated a bunch of business and traffic off the back of it already. But as a result of that, I haven't. so I probably could have even finished version two.
0: (laughs) I was going to say probably the second book would be out by now as well, right? Which is a really, really interesting that you've brought that particular topic up because We do evolve very quickly. We're always learning new things. We're always changing our methodologies. We're always changing our perception of the way we're looking at things or getting the data that we need to be able to see things in a different way, which means because we are always evolving, the things that we're doing or the things that we know are always changing. So it is a better decision to really, or what you were talking about it before, ready, fire, aim, and think about it because otherwise we're getting caught up with ourselves overtaking ourselves.
1: Yeah. Well, Ready Fire Aim is a book written by one of my early mentors, Paul McCarthy. So shout out to Paul. The whole principle about I guess much of getting ready and firing and aiming, I think, is a really awesome one for so many areas of our business, is that we don't know where it's going to land until such time as we get a response, or until such time as we test it right? Trying to make our policies and procedures perfect the first time is not going to work, but because the time we get them in front of our actual workflow, they're going to change. So get something up and, you know, and then test it and change it and evolve it. Something I'm working on right now is our policies and procedures. And in our policies and procedures, one thing we've got in that step is, do us, does this policy or procedure need to change? Yes or no?
0: Actually, that is very, very clever. That is a very clever thing to put in your policies and procedures.
1: Who's responsible for it and when's it going to be done by? (laughs) Because it's not just good enough to say, yes, we'll change it without actually doing so. But because our business evolves, right? Because our clients evolve, because we as entrepreneurs evolve, we need a process by which to put something in and then evolve it. And that's why we talk about that fire aim. Put something in, doesn't need to be perfect the first time, and then evolve it from there. I know for my clients, a lot of them, we talk about automation and systemization and that sort of stuff. And we, you know, do you want to get your automation right the first time or do you want to put it in and then evolve it? Right. As marketers, we talk a lot about optimization, right? But the first optimization we're making in any part of our business is one versus zero.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you did mention, I just want to cover it quickly in case people missed it, that probably the three areas that we see. Most people getting stuck is number one, systems and procedures. Number two, marketing. And number three, choosing tech. Now, there's way, way, way more than that, but they're the three areas that we see definitely holding people back. And the way that we can get around this is really asking, maybe who can help is one of the ways that we can get around this. If you're really, really stuck because you don't know how to do it, you may need to bring in a who. So, who do you need to bring in to help you to get over this hurdle? so that you can go on and, as you just mentioned, Tim, test and measure and get the data that you need to be able to scale it up quicker or get it done quicker.
1: Well, I know that's something you've done in your business, Sam. You know, you've gone from a couple of staff to now almost 20 in the space of two years and your systems and procedures will have changed hugely in that time.
0: They have changed so much.
1: (laughs) It's not the same stuff. And they're continuing to evolve, but putting it in the first time and saying, okay, we know this is version one we know this will change. We know that as we execute this, we do need to put a process in at the end of it to say, is this still relevant? Did we get it right? Does it need to change? Right. But we've got to start with the first version.
0: You've got to start somewhere. And that's the 80-20 rule, Pareto's principle. It's how do you just get going and then what needs to happen?
1: Yeah. One of the biggest areas I think that people get stuck in is around marketing and getting the marketing right. The number of times I've spoken to people about say, doing video content for your Facebook or your LinkedIn feed. And they're like, oh, well, what equipment do I need? You know, do I need a DSLR? Do I need an external mic? Do I need a this, that, the other thing? What do I say on my first, you know, version? Do I need to dress in and all that sort of stuff? <laughs> I'm like, seriously, get out your iPhone. <laughs> Hold it up at that arm's reach, press play, <laughs> record. Yeah. And go, right? Yes. The first time, there's this is the thing, right? The first time you put something out, our first, and we look at this podcast, right? The first episode didn't reach very many people. The second episode reached a few more. The third episode reached a few more again. And, you know, overthinking that first episode probably meant that people won't see it at all. Absolutely. It continually gets kicked down the road.
0: Totally. So I guess one message that we want to leave people with today is just launch version 1.0 and then go from there. Really understand who you need to bring in to help you. Just get going, test and measure, get the data you need, tweak, change, refine as you go. And just remember that 80-20 rule that you just need that version 1.0 to get going.
1: Yes. Look, you're absolutely right, Sam. Get version 1 up all right, and evolve from there. I mean, even I know, Sam, you and I, we're both doing this every single day. One of the things that we do every week is how do we improve the stuff we're currently doing?
0: always, 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 always. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, please scroll up, hit the subscribe or the follow button, whichever app you're on and share it with a friend, share it with someone that you know would get value from this episode. Maybe they're caught in the perfection trap and you know that they're absolutely able to grow their business bigger and you want to help them. That's a beautiful gift to give people. And we've got a big episode coming up next. Tuesday Tim big announcement on the way
1: Ah, big announcements happening and it's not just that uh, you're pregnant
0: it's not just that I'm pregnant I can tell you 100% I'm not pregnant
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's not that you're pregnant at all but we do have a big announcement and super excited to be talked about earlier we've got some evolutions coming in and looking forward to sharing with those with you going forward
0: Absolutely. So thank you so much for sharing this episode with us today, for coming and listening in, and we will see you on Tuesday, the 23rd of November for our big announcement. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. It's been great to share another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast with you. If you want more, head over to cementtheriley.globalforward slash podcast for the show notes, the links from today's sponsors, and to download your detailed episode companion for the extensive notes and value bombs we shared today. And if you're looking to connect with other experts and change makers just like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at podcast.